Hello and welcome to the Twisted Trio podcast, episode number 11. I am your host, Brennan Call Me Nighthawk, here with... This is Richard Camping Dragon Medina. From the dead. From the dead. No, more like from the volcano, man. I had to climb out. I had to fight the god Maui himself to leave that island. You have no idea, but it was beautiful. The island was truly beautiful. So you're saying... Not only do you live in a place called Phoenix, you rose from the ashes of a volcano as a phoenix. One. Phoenix did win. <laughs> uh, so uh, yeah, let's 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 talk about you real quick. I haven't seen you for what two weeks. Yeah, week and a half. So uh, how you been? Tell everyone what's up. What's going on? I've been good. I uh, I went out of town. I uh, went to uh, First California to the original plan was to uh, drop my son off with the with family so that my wife and I can go to Hawaii and have our time there, go to my friend's wedding, which was happening there and everything, and then come back. The plan changed, though. We were like, we're going to miss him too much while we're in Hawaii. So we just took him with us and we had a, and we had a blast there with him. And we have, like, video and everything of him. Like, we took him in the pool, and we have him swimming. My son's very young. He's he's six months old right now. So, it, like, doing all this stuff with him, it's, like, his first time for all this stuff. And he's really little. He's not going to remember any of it. But we had a blast with him. So. It's adorable. It is adorable. And then once he hits one years old, we're going to give him his own keyboard. Yep. And he's going to be uh, a prodigy. Yeah, Mike Young, look faker. out. The next faker no. people. No, Mike Young, look out. For- You're not going to teach him Korean? Forget faker. You racist. Forget bastard. faker. Mike Young, look out. Have you seen this guy? Have you heard about this guy? This guy, uh, Mike Young? Don't call me Mike Young. Mike Young. Mike, the Mike, don't call me Mike Young. Young, the Young. <laughs> And speaking of Mike Young, today we're going to be talking about week five of the EU LCS, as well as what happened in Rich Rivals. So a little, mm. little two-week span here we got going on, so yeah. we might breeze through some of these games pretty quick, so we're <laughs> sorry about that. We're, we're not going to be spending the normal amount of time on them. Uh, we'll, we'll break them down as quickly as possible for you guys. We're not, do you want to go through them by day, or do you just want to go through them by team? Um, let's go through them by team. I think that'll be yeah, a little, I think that'll be a little quicker today. Well, I just have to say one thing. Um, I don't want to talk about my week or whatever, cause it was whatever. I did see <laughs> Spider-Man. I recommend it. It was really good. It's not like the other Spider-Man. I really like this movie. So, okay. Uh, okay. Check it Hang out. on. Hang on. Hold up. Okay. Wait, Actually, I have to ask questions. I have to ask questions. Uh, I don't want you to spoil anything for me. But, in comparison to other Marvel movies, where would you rank this Spider-Man movie? Um, that is a good question. I have not been asked that question. You know, I've talked to like four people and they haven't asked me that question. Yeah, Um, I got the good questions, man. I just want to say, I don't know as far as ranking, because I don't really know what my favorite marvel superhero movie is um i uh, 
I just want to say that like I liked I I liked the original Spider-Man when they first did the reboot. I really was like it like left this disdain in my mouth. I don't like it. Um, but this one was refreshing. I'll say that. Uh, there could have been other things, but I thought the actor did really well. Uh, I'll say more of a scaling, um, like out of stars. I'd say this is probably like an eight. I, I give this an eight out of 10. I really liked it. I thought it was really good. Was it better or worse than Doctor Strange? Um, I want to say about even. Uh, I really I saw Doctor Strange in the IMAX, so like, uh, even though the story wasn't like crazy good, like the visuals were like orgasmic. <laughs> so uh, I'd rate them about the same. Um, I didn't see this in IMAX, so um, I can't. And my final question. My final question. How did Michael Keaton do? Uh, he was good. Uh, you like, you've, I don't want to say felt for him, uh, but. You, like, like you felt for his situation kind of thing? Yeah, you could totally see why he became, he's this average everyday person becoming a villain. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought they did a really good job. And one of the directors even did a, a thing about it, and they asked him this question why they want to do a reboot and it's not really spoiling anything because it's kind of common knowledge they don't show you the spider bite and they don't show you uncle ben so he's already there he's already spider-man he already has a suit because you see him in um civil war right Mm -hmm. um so yeah uh, they just spider-man in itself he's a teenager trying to go through teenage life as well as being uh, a superhero on the side so he's very simple. He has he's very simple-minded in the, a lot of things he does. So they needed his counterpart to be the same. So I thought they did they they did a very good job with it. So yeah. And then that's all I will say until you watch it, and then we can talk about everything. Yeah. Now I just need to watch it. Yep. Yeah. Pretty much. Pretty yeah, much. I, def- I recommend. It gives Brennan seal of approval. Seal of approval by Brennan Weber. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. Call Me Nighthawk himself. That's it, everybody. <laughs> uh, cool. So, uh, even, sorry, I didn't mean to tangent, but. Uh, <laughs> Let's get on with the show, shall we? And we're off. All right, cool. So, let's start in EU. Um, just as a refresher, uh, this was week five. So, this was Thursday. Uh, June 29th, Friday, June 30th, and Saturday, June or July 1st. Um, so uh, for EU, let's let's just go game by game because they only have one set. Yeah. So uh, so for the first day, Thursday, June 29th, uh, Ninjas in Pajamas played Mysterious Monkeys and lost. That they did. Yeah. So Mysterious Monkeys got their first win. Ninjas in Pajamas still, still. Uh, win less, um, but that's fine. Still uh, relegated? Game, yeah, the relegation system <laughs> is real. Hashtag relegated. Um, and then the next game was a Fnatic versus Splice, where Fnatic took this one. Uh-huh. Uh, basically, watch, uh, I can't remember if it was game two or game three. Uh, this, this series ended because Broxa had excellent placement with where his Evelyn was, or I'm sorry, um, Elise was. 
-hmm. and he breaks basically flash cocoon the 80 carry or mid laner i can't remember which one and did, uh, just phenomenal so uh just if you watch the highlights you'll see that part right there good shit um then we move on to friday mm -hmm. uh, this is june 30th we have vitality beating rocket which is pretty crazy um basically the sum of this is pride stalker is still hasn't found his step there and the team kind of flounders around it so they're really missing uh max floor i think it's max floor um but anyway yeah. uh next game is misfits versus h2k where uh misfits show that they're dominant early and don't know how to close out games they're the uh, echo fox of eu um, yeah, so I heard I heard that. I heard that about these games. That uh yeah. that they took like the games ended up going way longer than they should have. Mm -hmm. And they just did not end in their favor. Yeah. Yeah, pretty sad, but um but I mean, it's still a very young team. Like they literally got into the into the LCS last season or last split. So they still have a lot to gain to learn. Mhm. Mm and it doesn't help that they only play practically one match a week. So we'll see how they, they end up, but they're still looking good in the standing. So um, so then we go into Saturday, July 1st, and this is where G2 plays Mysterious Monkeys. Uh, G2 won this, but it wasn't convincing. Uh, I believe game in one of the games, G2 had to actually steal a Baron in order to win one of these games. So... Um, kind of <laughs> shocking uh, G2's play. Uh, yeah. And we'll talk about G2 <laughs> later. Uh, <laughs> and then moving on to the final game of their week five was Unicorns of Love winning against Ninjas in Pajamas. I believe this was a stomp, wasn't it? It was a uh, a, a four-legged stomp. Uh, that Hecarim came in? Um. <laughs> I don't remember. I was trying to make a unicorn fun. Oh, that makes work. sense. I yeah. I feel like that would have been a stabbing, though. Uh, yeah, I guess so. Yeah. A horn up the asshole. Yeah, okay. just uh, uh, just you know, rape him with that horn. There you go. That's that's <laughs> how we live life, you know. <laughs> uh, so yep. So that'll end week five for EU. Um, as they stand, the team standings. Group A, Fnatic is in sole first place, uh, six and one. Uh, next is Misfits with uh, four and two. Third place is G2 Esports, three and three, not looking too good for them. Fourth place, Rock Cat with uh, two and four. And then Ninjas and Pajamas at the bottom with 0 and seven, still without a win. Still not looking great. Yeah. I mean, you should never be able to see a ninja. So they're not even, they have zero <laughs> wins. So they have no. I don't know where I was going with that. It's a long day. <laughs> Shut up. Okay. So group B. <laughs> uh, first place is Unicorns of Love with a 5-1 record. Next is uh, H2K with a 5-2 record. Splice in third place with a 4-2 record. Mm -hmm. Team Vitality with a 2-4 record. And Mysterious Monkeys with a, at fifth with a 1-6 record. Mm -hmm. So if Vitality doesn't fuck up mysterious monkeys could come back and it could be just because of kickis and amazing so fun stuff fun stuff now let's move over to 
week five of the great American North. God bless America. Oh, I'm sorry. Is that copyright? Uh, Take that out. Take that. Just remember um, to cut that out. I mean, this was prior to July 4th, so you're allowed to sing it. (laughs) Am I? Are you sure? (laughs) Can you can you just uh, verify who is who originally sang it and uh, the producers and stuff? Um, Johnny Appleseed. It was the Mike Young. You missed it. Oh, okay. Close. Ah, Close. okay. Okay. The Mike Young. You got it. <laughs> cool. So North America side. Uh, so these games we're gonna do in twosies. Mm-hmm. Um, so these span over. Friday, June 30th to Saturday, July 1st, and Sunday, June 2nd. So uh, can can we start out with my greatest disappointment and use that to segue into all the other ones? Oh, the Team Liquid? Yeah, sure. We can do Team Liquid if you want. No, I was going to I was gonna start yeah, with the Mortals. <laughs> You're like, yeah, we can start with Team Liquid. Yeah, they're always a disappointment. But who cares about the, who? Who are they really disappointing at this point? Are there still Team Seriously. Liquid fans out there right now? Are they still out there? Like, man, I really love Steve and that HTC phone of his. Oh, they really got it. They they got this like whole thing on lockdown. They're just holding back their potential, so that way they Basically. can really take everyone by surprise in the end. Like nonsense. F Team Liquid. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about a real team though, but one that had kind of a tragic fifth week, and that's Immortals. Immortals went up against uh, TSM, and then. Uh, on Sunday, they went up against Phoenix One. They went 0-2 for the weekend, so they lost both matches. Uh, their match against TSM, I gotta say, I kind of saw that coming. Uh, TSM, though they've been kind of slow to it, they have been getting back in their form over the course of uh, from the beginning of this season. So I, I was actually figuring that they were going to lose this match against TSM. What I didn't see coming was them losing the match to Phoenix 1 and that Mike Young. Tell Hell us yeah. tell us about that Mike Young. <clears throat> actually, let's let's break it down uh this one. I actually watched these games. So, game 1, uh Immortals win. Mm-hmm. And it's basically because first of all their team their team coordination was really well, but the star player of that game was the um, Thresh in the bot lane. I can't tell you how many times he. Um, I think it was Zyrene who comment who was um, one of the casters, and he's like, "So the Thresh should look to flash flay, and then all of a sudden, boom, he does it." Yeah. And it's just like, oh, that's why. And uh, <laughs> man, he had so many hooks, so many flays. He, uh, Ole was a uh, just a fucking monster. Um, so they win that one outright. Mm-hmm. Just because they're fucking bosses. They're beastly. Yeah. Um, then they move into game two where um, don't give Mike Young uh, Nidalee. He's the only person now that can consistently win on this champion. And God, he does it so well. Um, like Lyra, like I swear that Lyra is standing backstage while this is going on. Just like, what the fuck, bro? What the fuck? Really? Yeah. <laughs> That's my thing. In, I brought this up in the last uh, LCS podcast that uh, um, so Mike Young is playing Nidalee 
but Lyra played it as well. But Mike Young always goes the AP route. And Lyra and does that kind of AD damage? Well, he does He does both, but he seems to – he's when he did pop off uh, last season – or I would say last season, last split, it mm-hmm. was because of um, – he did it on AD in Italy. So I don't know if it's like a play style difference or what, but uh, – Well, it's, yeah, it's like, DPS versus burst. Yeah. That's the whole idea behind it. Um, Granted, AD Nidalee still does a lot of burst. But she can still fight after she's gotten off her combo. She can still auto-attack and do decent damage after she's gotten off her combo. So Yeah. Uh, so when I originally heard of Mike Young, I heard of him as a Lee Sin one trick. Mm-hmm. But goddamn, his Nidalee is so good. It's clean. Um, it's so good. Oh my god. Just the plays he does with it. Like, first of all, he, he lands spears pretty consistently. Not to the Faker level. If you remember, Faker's very first game, his debut was on Nidalee. But that was back at the AP mid Oli stage where she did a shit ton of damage. But uh, his spears are on point. Um, and he really knows his limitations. Like, I, I believe in game three, he... Uh, he spears uh, the AD carry and he jumps way too far away from it to get the extended leap and he sits there and he like spams recall and then he changes into human form and auto attacks him and he dies. Like it's just like <laughs> the BM is real. Yeah. Um, so yeah, Mike, um, Mike Young played so good. Um, yeah, and also we can't discredit this entire team um yeah they pulled it the, together dude yeah um in the top lane uh zig is probably their most underwhelming or their weakest link at this point and he still holds his own for losing lane and stuff um but really uh ryu has been coming back into form arrow has looked really good his position is is really really good but a lot of it has to do with this special X special is like so good for this team. I don't know what it is he's bringing. I don't know if it's the shot calling. I don't know if it's um, the late game decision making. I don't know if it's like map movements, but God, he's, ever since he came on this team, granted it was him and Mike Young at the same time, but Arrow seems so much better because of um, because of his ex-special. So uh, kudos to him. He did so good. That That all being said, I'm I kinda think that Mike Young is trying to make a move for the position of co- shot caller for Phoenix One. Did you did you listen to the comms during uh Rift Rivals? He, uh, he was on, uh some games I did, some games I didn't. He was directing them more than anyone else on the team. He like Yeah, so in in so there's two kinds of shot callers, right? So there's the one who sets up things. Mm-hmm. And I'm assuming that's what X Special is there for, to kind of like say, okay, we're going to be warding here. If you watch TSM uh, spoilers, if you watch the the finals of Rift Rivals, they do a solo lane, so the bot lane, mm-hmm. and they have X Special and and Zven with Freak. And just listening to the way X Special talks about ward placements and where what they should be looking for, what they should be doing. Like that kind of knowledge is so good for setting up things. 
And then, yeah, I assume Mike Young is like just calling out what he sees. And a lot of it, honestly, is probably because he plays a lot in Italy, a lot of Lee Sin. So he has that pick potential. So he's probably picking the target that he's going to be going on to that he can have his team follow up. So that kind of makes sense. Yeah. I, I, I think that Phoenix one is actually, I, I think they are looking to rise from the ashes, especially after watching their performance at Riff Rivals. We'll talk about that, but they're looking really strong right now. And I don't know, like if they continue looking the way they do, I could see them even pulling the first spot from NA. Um, I don't, I don't know about that. You don't think you don't think they could take the first spot on the back uh, of Mike Young, the Mike Young, Mike Young. Uh, I don't, I don't know if first. I mean, so we can't get too far ahead of ourselves, right? We still. I have, guess they're still we behind. Still have, look, four weeks left, and. You, I mean, they already are in such a low position. That's true. That's true. They are three and seven. I'm talking nonsense. Don't yeah. listen to me, listeners. But I mean, <laughs> yeah. I mean, well, after Rift Rivals, we'll talk about it, about next week's schedule. Um, so yeah, so Immortals go um, 0-2 this week. Pretty sad. Um, yeah, I will say that I'm happy that this happened now rather than later. Because now they actually have something to work with as far as like what they can do to improve, how they can. Uh, now they've actually seen TSM in like top form, which they definitely are right now. So they can actually go back, study TSM's uh, their play scheme and everything like that, and improve upon like how to play against that. And they also can now practice for the eventual monster that is phoenix one mm-hmm. so good all right so um following that do you want to talk about p1 or tsm let's go to tsm because i know you want to talk about uh game one of friday Hell yeah so tsm played two games we already know about tsm immortals and so my boys my motherfucking boys cloud nine played tsm for the first game of week five and the first game, I believe they got shit on. I can't remember. <laughs> um, but then they go ahead and win the next two games. Looking good. Um, still, uh, top lane is the biggest question mark of Cloud9. But my god, Jensen is a motherfucking beast. And right behind him is Sneaky. Like, those two are so good. And um, I don't even want to, like, it, it's sad because Sneaky and Jensen look so good right now that Ray and uh, Impact look really bad. That Smoothie kind of just looks like the mediocre guy. But really, Smoothie is like, granted, some games he does int, it seems like. but um, <laughs> A little bit. But really, 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 mid lane and bot lane are so good right now. Um Cloud9 just needs to show up their top side. But, uh, but yeah, these, these games were, were really good. Um, definitely watch it. Maybe not the first game. Actually, you can watch the first game and see how Cloud9's like, okay, now let's beat you kind of a thing. So um, mm-hmm. um, good shit from Cloud9, I do have to say. I've always criticized them for this, and I've, I we mentioned it at the start of this season, or this uh, split anyway. 
Uh, Cloud9 is too passive early. And I don't know if it's because they're playing TSM when TSM is at their top, but they are actually doing shit early on. And third, third point about this, my motherfucking boy contracts has the Lee Sin counter that is the new new. Only guy who's picked it up this split for inning <laughs> and just shows you what a motherfucking beast he can be. Like, he's like, oh, I did. As soon as they picked Lee Sin, I was like, are you kidding me? You let Spence Gurren have his Lee Sin? Oh my God. Here we go. And then he's like, I'll do new new. It's okay. And I was like, <laughs> Oh my God, this is so nice. Brilliant. It's brilliant. Uh, so, um, good shit from them. Um, very good game. Both games, or this entire series was very competitive. Um, so, good shit from them. And then going into the next game, they played Counter Logic Gaming, where they ended up losing the CLG 1 uh, 2. Uh, these ones. They just, they weren't good. <laughs> what? Actually, they weren't good? Are you sure about that, man? As a as a uh, Cloud9 fan? Hell yeah, <laughs> they weren't good. They were so bad. Uh, it's heartbreaking. Really. Right. Okay, let's, let's be real. Uh, this series was actually really good. Um, so the first game, um, CLG just dominates, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, as CLG usually does. And then game two, they kind of just like, we're like, we're going to try some weird ass shit. Uh, Cloud9, if you could beat us, just fucking do your shit. <laughs> and Cloud9 did. They just raped them. The, the, so the weird part was Darshan went Jackson in the top lane and who he went Vladimir mid lane. So those are two staple champions of those two uh, players players specifically but Jax is a split pusher who never got going split pushing he's he's been so the problem is Darshan has always been this amazing split pusher right mm-hmm. but ever since the tank meta came around he's been like molded into this tank bot or the CC bot where he's so used to TPing into the fight and being there for his team because he needs to soak up as much damage and it seems like he plays the same way as the way he did with Jax, the same way he does with a tank top, which you can't do as Jax. You have to split push. You need to use that ability to 1v1 anybody or even 2v1 and um, just didn't do it very well. Um, Jensen did an amazing job, uh, 205 as Syndra in this game too, uh, really helping out Contracts who went 5-1 and 2. And Sneaky just being a boss, 4-2 and 5 on Caitlyn. And then, of course, the unsung hero, uh, Smoothie, went 0-0 and 9 on Braum. Um, <laughs> really good, really good pick overall. Um, yeah, just, I mean, CLG game 2, it's probably a meme now, honestly. Um, but then yeah. we go into game 3, where the game was, like, really intense. Was it kind of that, that epic back and forth, mm-hmm. like the kills are staying tied, we don't it, know which way it's going to go type of match? It, it was. So by about like uh, the 12-minute mark, it was like in CLG's favor. Then Cloud9 uh, pretty much get ahead, and they stay ahead for about the 
25 minute mark. And then CLG just spikes off that and pretty much uh, end up winning. Um, not really much to say. It's just, it's heartbreaking uh, to see them come back and kind of stay at the top, lose one fight, and then, and then, I mean, because they are the late game fighting team, right? Because yeah. they've always, they're like, oh, well, fuck, early game, it doesn't matter. As long as we get to late, we have faith in our team fighting. Um, the other thing is Ray. I, again, top lane is not C9's strongest point right now. I don't know what they're doing. Ray and Impact play pretty much the same champions, it seems like, where Ray seems to do a little bit better with J4 and Impact does a little bit better with tanks. I'm um, actually surprised that Impact hasn't started playing NAR again. Yeah, I am too. Um, but who who knows? I mean, uh, who knows whose call that is uh, going into games. Yeah. But um, that is yeah, true. Just Ray, Ray went uh, zero one and one on uh, NAR this game against their Shen. Uh, just I don't know under underperformed. I guess not his best by any means. And Dardock pretty much just snowballed this game um, early on, and then they won that team fight. So um, really good job by CLG. Good, solid match. Uh, kind of humbling uh, because Cloud9 is still uh, not top table right now, team. So um, it was good insight uh, going into Rift Rivals for them. Mm-hmm. I would agree. Cool. I would agree. So that does it for Cloud9. So then the next one we'll talk about is, um, I guess we'll just follow this little trail. So the next one we got to talk about is a CLG. CLG. Yeah. CLG had a, I believe, did, yeah, they went uh, 2 0 on the weekend of the fifth, the fifth weekend. And they're, uh, so we just talked about CLG Cloud9. Their second match was against Team Liquid. Do we really got to talk about this? Like, um, <laughs> so team, I, I don't. Team Liquid, the only thing I got to say is Team Liquid. Am I being mean? Just, I don't feel like I'm being They're setting records mean. everywhere, dude. They're just setting records. Uh, team Liquid is the first team to let CLG go uh, <laughs> a sweep. Yeah. 2-0 on them. They're the first team because CLG always does we're going to smash you, we're going to let you try to smash us, and then we'll try to play game three and see how that works. <laughs> uh, nope, they just smashed, and then they smashed. Um, uneventful. Um, I feel bad for the players on TL, like Golden Glue. Um, ah, that's it. I don't even care about Golden Glue. Maybe Lorlo. Um, I don't care about Rainover. I used to. <laughs> I don't anymore. And then I definitely don't care about Piglet. Um yeah, no. and that uh, Piglet, but even though Piglet is looking good in the games, it's just he has no team around him. Um, I will say that I I can't dog on the guy too much. He he's actually doing really well for what's given to him, but it's a shit ass team. And... Is it shit ass? Is it a shit ass team? Are you sure yeah, that's what Team Liquid is? Are you sure? Because then we'll go into the Team next Liquid game. Poop. Are you talking about we'll Team Liquid to, Poop? We're talking about Team Liquid versus Echo Fox. Which yeah. was a double dumpster fire. 
horrible. Oh my god, these these games are just they're terrible. Did you hear that, so, everyone? Fox, he did an emphasis on the horror. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so Echo Fox finally beat uh, Team Liquid two one. Um, the fact that it had to go to a two one pretty interesting. I don't know. I was really up on Echo Fox early on, and they're just not doing anything. Um, I, do, I honestly don't want to talk about this matchup <laughs> at all. I don't want so, to talk about it. Just all you need to know is Echo Fox wins 2-1 versus uh, TL. So then we'll go to Echo Fox, who are also setting records. You want to touch this one, their second game? Uh, Echo Fox, they went up against that uh, that that meme dream team of FlyQuest, and uh, they got murdered. the The eyeball with wings killed the fox. That's all I got, man. That's all I got. I didn't get to watch these games in detail. I was in Hawaii. I was living it up. I was scuba. Like I was snorkeling and stuff like that. Why? Why would I watch the dumpster fire that is FlyQuest versus Echo Fox? I love High and I love FlyQuest, but I can't watch their matches. I can't Dude, do this, it to myself. This, this, these games were so good, though. Were they? I mean, like they're like CLG level good. Were... Um, let let me let me just let me just read you some score lines here. Yeah, let me just drop some numbers on you. Yeah, and um... tell you how you're wrong. Game one. <laughs> Game one. FlyQuest lose to Echo Fox 21 to 28. Bloody, bloody match. Game two. Uh, Fox loses to FlyQuest 13 to 11. That's a little more tame. And then how the fuck FlyQuest wins game three 11 to four. How do you go from being super bloody, fighting all the time, to like, okay, we're going to like average it out to like a normal game. And then to where FlyQuest only dies four times. Four times. Like, Wild Turtle popped off this match. Holy shit. Um, And that's the reason why Jared won his fucking... I'm so angry. Oh, because he had turtle. He had the turtle. Dude, game one, while turtle played Jin, went 13, 2, and 8. Game two, he went Tristana, not so stellar, went 3, 2, and 3. But game three, he went 6, 0, and 4 on Tristana. Holy shit, wild turtle. I think, I think wild turtle, I think Tristana's like the perfect champion for wild turtle. Yeah, hop in, be like, oh shit, and or flash in, say, oh shit, and hop out. Right? Is that mm-hmm. how that works? Yeah, that, I I think that's how it works, right? You know? You okay. jump in, you flash out, you're like, that's... Get in, get out, that's all that matters, right? Yeah. It's, um, it's cool. what I do. So, I don't know. I don't know about you. In my bronze uh, elo. You know, you know what I do? <laughs> I watch... Uh, FlyQuest uh, play uh, Team Dignitas, who was their second game this week. It technically was their first, but... Uh, uh, but yeah, so FlyQuest 
win against Dignitas, uh, shockingly, um, in a 2-1 fashion. I believe this was a – I didn't really watch this. I saw the highlights. I believe this was a, a dig um, – oh, no, they didn't even win game one in this one. Okay. <laughs> um, Stop okay. lying to yourself, Brennan. Stop lying to I, yourself. I know, right? Um, basically, this team, this team just really needs – I hope they use this break wisely. They didn't. They just don't look good. Um, the game one log played didn't look too stellar. It went two five and two on Jin. Mm-hmm. Um, Wild Turtle also went two six and two on his Tristana. Um, then game two, Altec stepped in and went three zero and two against Wild Turtle's zero three and three uh, Tristana, or I'm sorry, Kogma. Which I'm not a fan of the Kogma right now. I don't think this is the Kogma meta. Yeah, I um, I think it's a little too premature. I think they need yeah. to. I think they need to try another. Uh, I know that Kogma is strong right now, or he has he has strong parts of his kit right now. But I think that Riot, since they completely undid their rework to him, which. Everyone loved the rework. They hated playing against it, but they loved it. I think that they're going to have to go back to Kog'Maw yeah, touch up on that. Probably. And then uh, ends up in game three. Uh, FlyQuest went in this one, obviously. Wall Turtle popping off 7-1-9 and nine on his gen. And uh, Alltech did pretty well this game. Uh, went 5-3-1. and one. But uh, Keen fed 0-6-3. And, and someday just couldn't get it going 0-4-3. And Shrimp not clicking too hot on his Lisa and uh, two five two. So, hmm. um, also this game we got to see High's Lucian. Hell yeah! And he went eight one and ten, looking really strong. Um, yeah, um, FlyQuest wins uh, a match. Crazy. What? No, they didn't. I like FlyQuest though. Man, <laughs> I, I really like Moon. So I'm okay with this. Yeah. Don't get relegated. Mm. Hashtag the dream, even though there's no relegations. All right, well, that that goes into the next one. Which is FlyQuest versus Dignitas, in which they won that match, too. Oh, we just talked about that that one? Oh, okay. (laughs) I'm distracting myself. I'm sorry. Uh, You're you're prattling on. I'm just like, oh, FlyQuest. This guy. This guy over here. But yeah, you are right. Moon Moon is a good player. Um, but yeah, so then if we just talked Fly Dignitas, then that takes us to Envy Dignitas. Ooh. Ooh. So this one, uh, ended up in Envy's favor, 2-1. Um, basically, Dig loses game one. This, so this is like their thing this week for some reason. They lose game one. They come back game two, kind of strong, looking really good. And then they just lose game three uh i just i don't get it um i like don't do not look to me to answer why what happened happened i don't know i just don't know i don't know uh so as far as envy is concerned uh they're looking okay um apollo's like the shining star on this team right now i think he's performing so well for Mm -hmm. what he's got um, you always got to question whether it's going to be Pyrian in the mid lane or um, Niski. 
Mm-hmm. Um, but the biggest flaw of Envy is definitely Seraph. He's God. He's so bad. I, I really don't like this player. Um, but, he used to be like good. Yeah. At when, one like, point he, he was CLG. At one point he was considered good. Yeah. Now he's so bad. That's what happens when. Uh, <sighs> that's what happens when you have uh, Koreans stay here too long, and they get a. Uh, uh, what is it? Residency. <laughs> yeah, residency. Yeah. yeah. He's lived here so long that he is an American citizen. Basically. Uh. So then. Uh. Yeah. So envy win that one. Uh. Unfortunate for Dig. Um. But that'll take us to. The hype match of the game of the week. Nah. Um, it's actually going to bring us full circle to the last game we're going to talk about. Indy versus P1. Hell yeah. Um, not much to say about this. P1 just coming out strong, like looking really good. Um, it seems like even the, in the games that. Um, Nidalee player lose, versus Nidalee player, man. Uh, I guess so. <laughs> but it's like even the games P1 loses, it doesn't it doesn't seem like they lost. They got like out rotated. They literally lost off like one fight or something. Yeah. Uh, like game two versus Envy, uh, the scoreline was fifteen to fourteen, like super close. Um, granted, Envy had such a great lead basically since the what is this the six minute mark, and then they had a crazy decline mm-hmm. from the 34 minute and then it pretty much peaks at a 41 minute and then they lose p1 loses the fight just after the 48 minute and uh envy wins um kind of kind of sad but um yeah, a good game bloody uh that's what we like to see right are you not entertained am i Which entertained or am I yeah. not entertained? I suppose I might be entertained. I don't know. I was I was happy like watching the highlights. I got stoked. I was like because we already saw a little bit of Mike Young the uh during week four. And so when this match happened and they had the they got the victory and you just see this like amazing gameplay by this jungler this this messiah that came out of the jungle and was just like the phoenix shall rise again mike young has breathed new life into this team and special is a huge part of facilitating that also i definitely give props to special but everyone is jumping on the mike young train everyone wants to ride the mike young train i'm jumping on the mike young train i like mike young so yeah, let me uh, let me just go ahead and say, uh, game one, special, oh one and eight, uh, on bar, on uh, Brom. Game two, one two and ten on Brom, and then game three, oh two and twelve on Brom. Like, holy shit, that's so good. Um, good shit from special. Uh, I, I I agree with you. I think Mike Young is is really what P one needed. Um, I don't know what it is in-game that he does that Inori wasn't, but it's kind of funny that this is a phoenix and they rise from their ashes. So basically it dies and then it rises from the ashes. And <laughs> who died but Inori? Because he got put onto 
team uh, liquid and mm. he's died and now they're re being reborn with mike young the mike don't call me mike young young i feel young. so bad for Inori. uh i do too um i watched a uh, beyond the rift i'm a cutie pies thing with yeah. uh Inori. And I wasn't a fan of Inori, and after watching his thing on there, I was like, oh, I, I kind of like this guy. So, kind of sad to see. Um, cool, so that does it for week five. Uh, let's go ahead and talk about standings. So, Sol, solely in first place now is the CLG, because Immortals went 0-2 this week. Mm -hmm. uh, they're standing number one with the 82 record. And then you have... Uh, a two-way tie for second, Immortals and TSM with a seven and three win, or seven wins, three losses. Um, solely in number four is my boys Cloud9 with a six and four, only one game behind, not too terrible. Then you have a two-way tie for fifth. It is the five and five, funny enough, teams, uh, Team Dignitas and Team Envy. You have uh, Echo Fox in seventh with a four and six record. Then mm. a Two-way tie for eighth, FlyQuest and Phoenix won with a three and seven. And a solely last place is Team Liquid with a Team Liquid with a two and eight record. Perfect. Um, cool. So you you wanna go ahead and talk about Rift Rivals? Um so if our listeners have been following the Twisted Trio podcast, they'll know that I was very skeptical of Rift Rivals. I didn't think it was really worth uh, the teams being taken away from their individual splits in their own regions to uh, do this, especially since they're all going against one other region. But after watching Rift Rivals, I'm so happy that they did this. I like It was so entertaining to watch. And get to watch TSM just get this major revenge on G2 for MSI and then do it again and then do it again. and then, It was so fun to watch. And then you get to the finals and you have Unicorns of Love versus TSM. And TSM just says like, nope, we're the winners. Get out of here. And they just 3 0 them. It was so good. Spoilers. Jesus, dude. It was dude. so good. I'm going to jump. I'll jump all over these spoilers, man. I <laughs> Like I, I watched all the highlights because they because for Rift Rivals they actually did highlights for every match. Riot, please listen oh, to yeah, me. Riot. Every every game was a was a hot hot. Well, okay. So granted, <laughs> uh, so we we gotta say so it was a three day group stage with the fourth day being the finals. The way it worked was each NA team played each EU team twice in a round robin style, and it was a best of one. And the top team from NA with the best record played the top team from EU with the best record. So let's get into it, right? So the teams for North America were TSM, Cloud9, and uh, Phoenix1. For the uh, Europeans, it was Fnatic, Unicorns of Love, and G2. Mm -hmm. So let's start with uh, day one of the group stage. Um, so the very first match of Rift Rivals was G2 versus TSM, where TSM won. Um, G2 looking horrible, <laughs> to say the least. Uh, game yeah. two was Fnatic versus Phoenix 1, and Fnatic took this one. Not convincingly, might I add. Like, we saw live from Phoenix 1, I'm like, holy shit, like, is this Phoenix 1? 
right, look at, <laughs> are these look the at. guys that are three and seven in NA? Hell yeah. <laughs> uh, so the next game was G2 Esports versus uh, my boys Cloud9, where basically uh, G2 won early, Cloud9 came back, and then Sneaky, I don't want to say through because he's my boy, but um, you just don't, uh, as Tristana, you don't rocket jump into a Blitzcrank and expect good things. Uh, so they ended up losing this game, unfortunately. But there's more games to play. Next game was Phoenix 1 versus Unicorns of Love, where Phoenix 1 destroy them. Holy shit. Um, Phoenix 1 looking really good day one. Uh, then the next game was Fnatic versus Cloud9, where Cloud9 beat Fnatic. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the last game of this day was TSM versus Unicorns of Love, where TSM win. Uh, so really, really strong from NA. Just a really strong start. Um, so one, two, three, four. So they go on the day four to two. Yeah. Uh, NA versus EU. And so when Rift Rivals started, I think I was, um, I think my flight was just leaving Hawaii, if I remember correctly. And so I'm looking online and I'm like. I'm looking on my phone and I'm like, oh, TSM beat G2. And then I go through the other games and I'm like, oh, okay, well, Fnatic beat Phoenix 1 and G2 beat Cloud9. I, you know what, maybe maybe this is just a, a blip. Like maybe uh, TSM winning against G2, maybe that means nothing. Then I saw Phoenix 1 beat UOL and then Cloud9 gets a win and then TSM wins another one. And I was like, huh. This is looking pretty close. And then day two yeah. happened. Hell yeah. <laughs> so day two, this was uh, Thursday, July 6th. Uh, so game one was Unicorns of Love versus Cloud9, where Unicorns end up winning this game, unfortunately. Um, game two was G2 Esports versus Phoenix 1, where Phoenix 1 win this one against the G2 of all teams. Next game was TSM versus Fnatic, where TSM destroyed them. Hell yeah. Uh, the game after that was G2 rematch versus uh, Cloud9. Mm-hmm. And Cloud9 showed them um, how not to Tristana jump into a Blitzcrank <laughs> and beat them. Game after that was uh, Phoenix 1 versus Fnatic. And uh, P1 lose this one as well. Um, Fnatic was just P1's kryptonite, it looked like. Um, but that's fine. And then the last game of the day, kind of the most shocking one, uh, TSM versus Unicorns of Love, where Unicorns of Love uh, win this one against TSM. Mm-hmm. And give TSM their first loss and end up only loss of this whole thing. Yeah. Uh, cool, cool. Then the very last day of the group stage, this was July 7th. Uh, the first game was G2 Esports versus Phoenix 1, where Phoenix 1 dominate. Next game was Unicorns of Love versus Cloud9, where Unicorns win. Um, I watched this one specifically, and you can't give Vizichachi uh, Nar. Yeah, he, not only he's a monster. He, escape, he escapes a gank with, like, barely any health left over, like, a, like he's running away from Ray and even Jensen. And then... Then the last team fight, he just gets caught, and then he mega nars, and he just he just shuts Cloud Nine down, and it was so sad. Dude, I he, he is a monster. 
He, yeah. like, I should go back and watch Vizachachi before I play NAR games. Because oh, he, yeah, for sure. he's a freaking beast on this champion. Like, I thought I thought Impact was, like, the end-all, be-all of NAR, right? I remember watching Impact before, uh, like, Summer Split last year. And I was like, God, Impact is so good on this champion. He would do things like out-duel Lee Sins and stuff like that on NAR. And I'm just like, ah, oh, he's so good. He's just so good on this champion. And then I see Vicious Achachi play against Cloud9. I'm like, Jesus, what the fuck is this? This guy, this guy just, like, what, he did a, uh, in that last team fight, he does a hop, flash, and then he does a, uh, gnar, the, the R, right? Boom, in, he gets four members of Cloud9 knocked into the wall. Yeah, Stunning he built, uh, he built Gargoyle Stoneplate, so he got, he actually got caught, and then, uh, basically the call was for Cloud9 to just burst him down as quickly as possible. Uh-huh. He pops the gargoyle stone plate, which gives him enough time to get his rage bar up. Then he stuns the entire team, and then he ults them into the wall. And then by that time, the rest of the unicorns are there, and they just clean up. Yeah. Oh man, it was upsetting. Uh, That's yep. crazy. Yep. Uh, so good, good shit, unicorns. I love. Uh, we'll go to the next game. Next game was Fnatic versus TSM, where TSM win. A game after that, Phoenix won versus UOL, where Phoenix won pull out the win, pulling out a, a stunning four and two against uh, at Rift Rivals, which is really fucking good for a team that is bottom of the barrel at the moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, so good shit from them. Uh, the next game is uh, Fnatic versus Cloud Nine, where Cloud Nine win. Hell yeah, uh, solidifying them with a three and three record for Cloud Nine and a two and four for Fnatic. So, because Phoenix won, beat Unicorns of Love, um, them, and they had to see whether or not TSM won. If TSM beat G2 Esports, uh, then TSM would go on to play the finals. If not, Phoenix won was actually going to take the helm and play. Um, At this point, everyone knew it was going to be Unicorns of Love. Um, so TSM played this one kind of slow, kind of scary actually, um, but they end up winning this one, beating G2. Um, so the end standing for all of these teams is, uh, so TSM wins for North America. They went with a 5-1 record. Phoenix 1 is second place in North America with a 4-2 record. And then Cloud9 up in the rear with a 3-3 record. Um, which sounds bad for Cloud9, but then if you go over to the EU side, Unicorns of Love win with a three and three record. Interesting, right? Uh-huh. Three and three record for the best team and three and three for the worst team in North America for this Rift Rivals. Anyway, um, <laughs> next in second place you had Fnatic with a terrible two and four uh, record. And then up in the caboose, almost as if they went G2 and eight, but they didn't have that many games to play was a G2 with a one and five record. Um, if you didn't watch any of these games, I highly recommend it. Just the group stage alone, a lot of fun. A bunch, they're all best of one, so it's not too it's terribly re- long to watch. Yeah, it's really quick. Yeah, and speaking of really quick, let's go into the finals, huh? <laughs> uh, so That was, was cruel, man. 
Right. So unicorns of love versus TSM, where TSM basically fucking shit on them. Uh, they win 3-0. They just sweep them out. Um, so they dangled a carrot, and then you know Double Lift stepped in, and he's like, "Oh, are these are these the EU ADCs? Oh, okay. I'm just gonna play Ash three times in a row, and uh, oh look, look at your mid lane over there." Caught him out. Oh, look at your top lane. Boop. Caught him out. <laughs> yeah. So the the thing to take away from these is uh, game one and two, basically a TSM stomp, raffle, raffle stomp. Um, game three, Uniforms of Love showed signs, and they actually, um, TSM took an extended play in Unicorns' base, and by the time they backed out, Unicorns followed them to Baron Pit, and um, Exile from the mid lane was playing Corky. Got a really nice package off in order to uh, chase down these last two kills. Uh, kill Bjergsen and Hanser, I believe. Um, but anyway, um, so that left Fence Garen alone. So it was a 1v5. And Unicorns Love went to go take Baron. They don't sweep it out, I don't think. I don't remember. Um, but Fence Garen is playing Lee Sin. Cues into the Baron Pit, then takes it, and <laughs> Smites Baron takes it, ward hops out of the pit, out of away from the four of the players where it's just exile on the backside. Cues, uh-huh. he buffers his Q and then flashes, so his Q still goes from where he originally flashed from, and his Q kills uh, exile. So <laughs> 1v5. Steals Baron and gets a kill and gets out with his life. Oh my god, the sickest play in the world! Like, holy shit, Svensk Garen is so good. Um, now if you told me Svensk Garen would be like the be all end all for game three, uh, probably about three weeks ago, I would have laughed in your face. But uh, <laughs> he start he's really churning up a lot of his weaknesses and he's starting to look. Pretty much where he was at Worlds last year. So he's looking kind of, better. Yeah. Uh, not there yet, but he's getting there. But I bet you can't beat me on Kane. <laughs> I can Like, I wonder if they watch Svensk Garen and they're like, we need to make a mechanic so Svensk Garen can, like, try to invade. And then if something, like, happens, he can have, like, an oh shit button. The only thing is, is yeah, your wall walk doesn't work that well. We, we're going to talk about it later. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cool. So that that pretty much rounds it out. Um, yeah. Um, so, yeah, that was Rip Rivals. I would highly recommend watching it. It was yeah. a lot of fun. It was a blasty blast. Yeah. I will see all of that. I got to say the worst part of this was watching the TSM UOL um, finals. Every time TSM did something really cool, they uh, they showed a cam of like one of the UOL players, and I you just feel so bad for him because like uh, Xerxy from the jungle, I think like uh, he gets when he when that play happens and Spence Garen takes it, like the the look of dread on his face, like oh shit, dude, I. So, listening to the comms for EU, I love how calm they will stay while they are saying 
like whatever they're saying. At one point, I think they went to uh, G2 during one of G2's matches, and they go to the comms, and you just hear, like, they get jumped. I don't even remember who they were up against. They get jumped, and they just completely lose out the team fight, and you just hear one of them go like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, that was, that was Exile. <laughs> so apparently Exile tried to, um, so he's not very good at Corky. I, I don't know if he's played him in the past. I don't watch too much of Exile's play, but a lot of his packages were questionable. Mm-hmm. And it just seemed like uh, at one point he meant to click a Valkyrie out with the package, but he clicked the wrong way, so he went the wrong way. So that's why he was like, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> <laughs> um, I uh, Just re-listening to them, I feel so bad for them. I really like UOL as just as a brand. Um, I don't really follow the players. I know Xerxes is like this really good jungler from EU. Um took I believe rookie of the split last split so for EU um so good good shit um UOL you're the only ones who showed any kind of muster um so they brought mustard they're playing yeah, League of I Legends man must, that's gonna I mess up mustard, their keyboard bro that's gonna that's gonna mess up their keyboard man mustard I, I, you mustard you're not you're supposed to be eating hot dogs while you're playing professional League of Legends I don't know who said they could do that that's ridiculous uh, I think it's fine. Um, it? I did want to. I did want to put up some stats real quick of uh, <laughs> of Rift Rivals. Um. So, this is overall Rift Rivals. Uh, these are the root. This is results from groups. Um, NA wins twelve to six versus EU. The NA had plus three point four thousand up while EU had minus 32,000 down <laughs> at gold at 20 in in their in wins uh-huh. so EU won more when they lost early um, North America took 144 towers and EU took 96 towers this one's crazy to me NA took 46 barons and EU took 20 damn yeah and then uh, Barons North America took twenty-two. Did, did you see the uh, dragon stats? The dragon stats. Yeah. Did you see that? Like EU only took a total of like two dragons or something like that. Yeah. So I was, I was going to get to that. Oh, um, man! I spoilers. I'm sorry. Spoilers. Uh, so the highest KDA went to uh, Arrow with a twelve point one. Mm-hmm. Uh, followed by Bjergsen with a 10.4, and then X-Special with a 7.9. Most kills went to Ryu with 36. Next was Bjergsen, and followed was Arrow. Mm-hmm. Most deaths was Exile with 26. Trick at 26. Hide, and then Perks at 25. Um... um and we'll go to... We'll do assist. Highest assist... Uh, Special at 72, Biofrost at 61, and Mike the motherfucking Young at 59. Young the Mike Young? Hell yeah. Cassidin and um, J4 had a 100% win rate. How many times were they played, though? I believe two. It doesn't show. 
I know Casano has played more than twice, twice or more. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, and then uh, just fun facts. Um, also, as a disclaimer, I'm getting all these. I follow LOL Esports on Twitter. Um, so fact number one, Zach was almost 100% banned apart from one game he was played by Broxa. Fnatic only took two dragons over six games. Samix purchased nine control rewards over nine games. 80 carries on average purchased 4.3 a game. Hmm. And then Expecial and Mithy were the only players to not die while isolated from their teams over the entire tournament. Huh. Damn. That is, uh... Isn't that something? Quite, quite some stats. So, <laughs> yeah, um, good, good shit. I, I liked it. North America um, played really good early game, which you wouldn't expect uh, coming from TSM and Cloud9 being the two frontrunners. Um, obviously, it's skewed by the Mike the fucking Young. Um, I feel like he should change his name to the Mike motherfucking Young, because that sounds so cool. I don't think Riot would let him. No, probably not. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, uh, NA looks really strong. Um, the test of all this will be seen. Can they correlate that to bring it back and hopefully learn something from EU and kind of hone that in, especially, especially uh, P1. Let's see if P1 can really hone in what they learned over there. Um, yeah, they said they pretty much came together as a team on yeah. the plane there. So hopefully it doesn't leave on the plane back. So. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, their team is still young. so <laughs> That's true. Yeah. <laughs> uh, puns, puns, puns. All right, cool. Uh, so let's go ahead and um, real quick, let's, let's do the next week's games. Um, so we'll start in EU as always. Uh, starts Thursday. You July mean next 13th. week's? You mean this weekend? Well, yeah. You mean starting tomorrow? Hey, hey, we're actually on time. Dude. I Come I on. know we're on time. We're Come doing on. great. I'm glad that we were able to get this out before before the next week started. Before Friday. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. Uh, cool. So uh, it starts Thursday. Hint, hint, hint. Tomorrow, aka today, because it's twelve sixteen. Shit, yeah. we need to get you to bed, bro. Yeah. Um, Thursday. July 13, Ninjas of Pajamas play Team Vitality, and then followed by Rockat versus H2K. Friday, July 14th is Splice versus A. Wow, I don't know why. I don't know what I'm saying. Sorry. <laughs> Splice versus G2, and uh, Misfits versus UOL. Followed by Saturday, July 15th, with Rockat versus Mysterious Monkeys and Fnatic versus Team Vitality. I'm going to do we'll an hop A. On over. I'm gonna do an oh. A. You don't get to do an A. I get to do well, an let, A. Well, let me let me transition, sir. Oh. Every every good lead needs a good transition, right? You better not and jump on these matches. Coming over to the the wonderful, the greatest, the Rift rival champions, North America. God bless America and Canada and, and Canada. Mexico. And Mexico. <laughs> Please okay, don't put up a wall. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, Did yeah. I go too far? I... Oh, oh shit. Oh, everyone get down. Illuminati. Ah, 
I actually got down. I don't know why I did that. It's not like you could see me. Um, anyway, so in a uh, week six on Friday, July 14th, 2017, day one of week six will be CLG versus uh, FlyQuest, which Ooh. I'm going to guess that, you know, CLG is going to win the first one and then they're going to lose the second one and then they're going to win the last one. Um, match That's two. That's a bold prediction, sir. Bold yep. prediction. That is a bold prediction, but I'm going to stick with it. Uh, match two is going to be Immortals versus Echo Fox. And I'm hopeful for Immortals. I'd really be upset if they lost a match to Echo Fox. They can lose to Phoenix One. I'm fine with that. The young Mike Young is ballsy as hell. Um, but aside from that, moving on to Saturday, the, July 15th. The hype of the hype is here, Day bro. two. You have TSM versus Phoenix One. Hell yeah. The Mike. Young Mike Young, they should just change the logo and the name of this team right now. Like, they should just go for it. But um, what I think is interesting is around this same time last summer split, Phoenix won, faced, they were behind, and they faced off against a team who was undefeated. <laughs> and they won on the back of their... Young who was jungler. it? Their... their their young jungler by the name of Inori. Who was young that team? Hungry. Who was that team that they defeated, Mr. Weber? Um It was motherfucking TSM. That's right. Oh. I'm calling it P1 is gonna beat TSM again. Same time, same place. You'll be there. Alright. I think you're crazy. Uh TSM just looks top top form right now. They look great. Hell but yeah. they don't look Mike Young great. Anyway, moving on to the next match, which will be CLG versus Dignitas, and I think it's going to be more of the same from CLG. I think Dignitas will be able to pull off one win, but they aren't looking amazing right now, so I don't think they're going to do much more past that one win, and it will probably be in the second match against CLG. Um, Cloud9 is facing off against Envy, and I'm pretty sure that's going to go in Cloud9's favor because Envy is uh, sinking deeper and deeper into the ashes from which Phoenix one has arisen from. Um, and then finally the final match of Saturday is going to be TL versus fly quest. And I'm, I want to see some really entertaining stuff from fly or from not from fly from high. Like I think high is going to do some really entertaining stuff during that match. Fly high. Fly high. Yeah. Unless, unless he does that weird. What? What? It's an old song. Dude. What? We fly high. I'm moving on to Sunday. All right. Okay. So on Sunday, uh, July 16th, 2017, day three of the week six of the NALCS, you have for the first game, this is going to be a barn burner. I'm so excited for this Cloud game, Nine versus Immortals. We should uh, put stakes on this game. I don't. We already got stakes going for our fantasy and That's like true. stuff like that. And I don't got money right now, so we're not going to do that. Anyway, Cloud Nine versus Immortals. This is going to be a grudge match, seeing as how earlier in this split, uh, Immortals beat Cloud Nine. So I'm thinking Cloud Nine is going to be hot, heavy, and looking for that revenge. At the same time, though, I'm hoping Immortals has made improvements since their. Uh, 
their O2 weekend of week five. And so I'm hoping they actually come out really strong in these next or these last few games. I hope they don't start to fizzle out the way they did uh, back spring 2016. I want I want them to make it through finals. <laughs> like I want them to hit finals. I want them to go to worlds. Like that's what uh, I want for this team. So I don't think that they'll win first or second, but I definitely think that they can win the gauntlet. At the at the way they are right now, I think they're them. It's either them or CLG for the gauntlet. It depending on the way P one plays in the next. Yeah, couple see, of- that's that's the big unknown there. It's like you have P one. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, they could win the gauntlet, except for Mike Young exists. Yeah. But if if P1 goes to Worlds, I'm going to root for him. I'll root for them in oh, Worlds. Oh, shit, dude. You know what? Oh, man. Okay, I'll let you finish, and then I'll do Okay, problem. okay. Anyway, so we're going to move on to the third match, or the second match, which we were kind of glossing over, is Dignitas versus P1. Um... I'm gonna say P1's got this. I think that I think they're looking really hot. They're looking super fire right now, and I think they're gonna super go up against. Fire. Yep, super hot fire. I think they're gonna go against Dignitas, and Dignitas is gonna be like, "Someday, help us!" And he'll be like, "Someday," and they lose. Jesus, dude. <laughs> Jesus, that was that was a reach. <laughs> oh man. Okay. We'll I don't, I don't, I don't, yeah, I don't know. You know what, I edit Maybe, maybe, maybe they'll go cut, like, sir. maybe they'll go like, someday help, and he'll be like, shrimp. I don't know. Uh, you're just, you're burning. I think I'll oh. leave it now. Oh, no. It makes me look no. way no. better. No, no, <laughs> stay, stay. The third match is going to be TSM versus Team Liquid. Okay, now you can leave, because uh, this is going to be a dumpster on fire with TSM kicking it down the street. Just do you think TSM does something crazy, like play something really, really cool? They should, like uh, Jin Lethality. Oh wait, no, they're playing on seven thirteen. Never mind. Yeah, no, I want like it would be really cool if TSM did like they played something stupid, like they're like, or if they did like an ode to Urgot. Seeing as how Urgot's about to be reworked, they're just like, oh, let's play this. Let's play Urgot mid lane. Shit, dude. They do. Oh, dude. They should do all new T, uh, SKT skins. You think so? Oh, <laughs> dude. Can you imagine? That'd be so good. Oh, that that would be really funny. Because they all play those champions, like, really well. Yeah. That'd be it'd be super funny. It'd be like, oh man, TL's getting their ass kicked by SKT. This will be the only time they ever face SKT. So, <laughs> like, how does it feel, Piglet? How does it feel, Piglet? <laughs> yeah, you kick, you get your ass kicked by your old team. Eat a dick. Ah, um, that's why we have the split tech. All right, and then finally the last match it's going to be very uninspired no this is uninspired this is an uninspired match this is echo fox versus envy um my only hope for this match is that lyra pops off that's it because that'll help my fantasy fantasy points points. yeah (laughs) but at the same time i don't have him in my roster for this weekend so like f it lyra you can lose all you want like i don't care um I did change my uh, my sixth seat for my roster. It was Huhi, and Huhi was bringing me in points, but he wasn't consistently bringing in as many points as Cody's son. 
Oh Jesus, you have Cody son? Yeah, so he I have him uh, as my sixth seat. Nice. Good shit, dude. Yeah. We'll see who wins though. Yeah. I can't believe Jared's at the top though. That irritates me. Am I up the against you? Am I playing against you? I have no idea. I haven't looked at it in I, I was stoked when I found out that I was two and two, especially after going oh and two. So I was like, Yes! Two and two. Uh, I'm, signing, I'm signing in right now. Yeah. Uh, looks like we are. Da, 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 da. I'm calling Nighthawk and on the case. Um, nope, I'm fighting um, Caesar. That's oh, weird. that sucks. So, um, yeah, Jared's 3 0 1. I'm 2 0 2. You're 2 0 2. And Caesar's in the caboose with how, 1 0 3. How the hell do you get a freaking, like, the middle one? Like, how, do you, how do you get a freaking tie? Like, how, <laughs> what is the percentage chance of that happening? That's pretty pretty high because I mean we only have uh, four weeks because we started one week late, so we've only I mean it's it's pretty common of I, getting a tie in fantasy yeah, LCS. I mean, it goes on points. It goes no, on points. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, but no matter how many points you get, you still no no no. We haven't tied. We're yeah, but tied it, for a second. But it says two O and two, right? Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, the O well, I mean, is where I mean, the tie goes. Caesar's lost by one point two times in a row, so I don't know. I'm facing off against Mister Victorious Secret. Yeah, he's the front runner, bro. You yeah, watch I out. know he he's is. I know he is because he has freaking exile and exile. They because EU only plays one match. They get like double the points. Uh, dude, I'm have so you glad noticed I that? This. I'm so glad I looked at this. I need to switch out my shit. I have Lod as my sixth man. Oh, oh, <laughs> yeah, he's yeah. Like, he plays. Get get him out, man. Take him out. Take him out. If they aren't playing, they aren't good for you. Like I had to take out Ray because he wasn't getting any play time. Ah, oh, that wild turtle. Oh, oh shit! I have Ryu. Oh hell yeah. I'm going to hope okay. that double if pops off. Oh, God damn it. He has Bjergsen, though. And he has Dardock. Oh, God. So, I don't know what's I don't know what's better. Moon or Acadian? Because I think they play each other this week. Uh, oh, it's going to be so bloody. I'm going to get so Acadian, much. Fault. Acadian has been kind of backseating as a... That's true. As a jungler, so I wouldn't, I wouldn't put him in. I'd put in Moon. Because I will take, I will take that, sir. Yeah, because Acadian might not even play, and then you wouldn't get any points. So. Oh, because of Greki or whatever his name is. Okay, this went on super long. Actually, we 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 did that pretty pretty quick. Uh, not bad. Considering we 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 had to do two weeks worth. Yeah. No, uh, not bad. I kind of enjoyed sure. doing it that way, having the segues going from one to another. We might have to do it again that way. That was that fun. Way. We're still finding our stride. Yeah. Um, that was kind of cool. cool yeah. It's kind of like my jungle pathing on Kane. Oh, it's fun. Uh, and we'll hear that tomorrow. Yeah, tomorrow. 
Uh, cool. You want? Should we do plugs? Sure. Let's do plugs. Uh, if you want to uh, support us, go find us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. Are we on Instagram? We don't have an Instagram <laughs> no, account, do we? We don't, we don't take. I'm gonna leave the plugs to you, Brennan. Okay. Do the plugs. Instant replay. Uh, yeah, if you if you like us, uh, like us on Facebook. We're still doing a drawing once we get any more people. I'm actually going to mass uh, send this. Um, and then I keep saying it every week, but we really need someone on our Twitter to just like start tweeting stuff. Um, <laughs> or just to retweet, if that helps. Um, get some viewers. But uh, Facebook, follow us on um, the Twisted Trio podcast Facebook page. Also share it to anybody. Um, once you share it, you you get put on our list the way we have it set up. And then after you start doing that, um, we'll draw one of those names from the list at the end of a week, um, hopefully soon. Uh, we already had one winner. Um, well, we already announced her name earlier. She's the party owl, um, good friend of the show. So congrats to her. You can be like her. All you gotta do. She got a demon vi skin. You could get a she demon vi skin. Who she doesn't a want a demon vi skin? skin? And she also cosplayed by yeah. at AnimeCon. Whoa! And she got a sunburn, uh, and now she has a giant six on her chest. I know, it won't go away. <laughs> uh, and then, uh, cool. So, um, yep. Yeah, as Ricky said earlier. Oh shit! Hold on one sec, everybody. Oh my god. Oh my god, League signed me out. That was loud. Okay. Whoa, hear, whoa, what's happening the over there? <laughs> Holy crap. League signed what's me going out. on, bro? And the, the intro music was really loud. <laughs> Sorry about that. Um, we're doing plugs anyway. No one's listening this far. Um, follow us on Twitter. Oh, mine signed me out too. I was wondering what the sound was. It, was. it wasn't just coming from yours. It was coming from mine. Oh, okay. Good. So oh, both of our recordings are ruined. Whoa. Looks like we got to start over. Yay, no sleep for me. Welcome to the Twisted Trio. <laughs> uh, anyway, follow us, on, uh, follow us on Twitter. Uh, we're at Twisted Trio Pod. Um, go ahead and tweet at us. Tweet us anything you want. Comments, concerns, questions. We like it all. We haven't received any yet. Sad face. Um, and if you think Twitter isn't your forte or... You can only do 160 characters on Twitter. Uh, go ahead and email us. Our our email is mail.twistedtrio at gmail.com. Um, we are currently still working on a website, and Ricky, I needed to talk to you about finishing it. So, yeah. yeah. Um, but that'll be it. Uh, Ricky, it's good to have you back, man. It's nice podcasting with you again. Yay! I, I enjoy being back myself. We're gonna have to change the name of this this podcast though if these mics keep the breaking. The duo, right? I know. The Twisted Duo Trio. The Twisted sometimes, Duo Podcast. Sometimes Quado. <laughs> uh, the, tw- yeah. the Twisted Solo Podcast. Oh cool. no, well, I'm here by myself. All right, so this was the episode 11 of the Twisted Trio Podcast. I'm your host Brennan Coming Nighthawk Weber here with. This is Richard Campy Dragon Medina signing out. And we'll catch you guys later. Bye-bye. Peace, peace on the streets. Profresco? Really? Come on, man.
I, that was not a quote from Bro Fresco. That is Bro Fresco. I know that Bro Fresco has said that before, but that was I was not quoting Bro Fresco. I'm cutting it. I don't care. <laughs> you're, you're touching too many copyrights, sir. I can only hunt so much. Yeah, Bro Fresco's going to hunt us down. And I'm going to be like, okay, Bro Fresco, go ahead and leave Spain and come sue me. And he's going to be like, ah, 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 fine. I'll stay here. <laughs> Yeah, he's yeah. A, he's afraid to travel, dude. I love Brofresco. Brofresco, do not sue us. If anything, please sponsor us with GG Apparel. Oh Jesus! <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's do ten seconds. <laughs> okay. <laughs>